Not that was stiff. Me or you? Just why is your racket? Because <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> as soon as your face was just like. <laughs> did you hear yourself? Or? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Nothing gets yeah. past you. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to Single Girls Season. My name is Rocky. And I'm Lucy. And we're here today to talk about ending up alone <laughs> and the fear of it. Perfect light work for this you week's episode. Staring at that drunken kebab order, we thought, <laughs> let's just deep dive deep into that anxiety. There is a kebab order staring at us and it's from last night and I have no regrets because it's really good. I'm happy for you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, we're just gonna deep dive into that fear of being alone, <laughs> that anxiety, that dread of the facing this world, and that abyss of walking it all alone as we get older and we stay single. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, I took myself on a mental journey. Your there. eyes just like glazed over. <laughs> she went to a dark place, guys, and we're gonna pull her out of I'm it. I'm taking you guys with me. We're all gonna be on this journey together. Oh my god. Um, you know what? As we do go, as we get older, it is a bit more scary than the fear of being alone. Yes. We're not in our early 20s anymore. <laughs> We're in our late 20s. Speak for yourself. I'm mid. You're not mid anymore. I'm mid. <laughs> mid is 25. Be 29 next year. Like that for me makes me like bearable. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I do it in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm turning 30. There are other 30-year-olds in the world, I guess. But like half of your 30-year-old life, I'll still be 28. When you said half of my 30-year-old life, that was diabolical. My chest squeezed so hard in that moment. So guys, clearly we are the experts on who to talk to about being alone. And fear. I am an expert in fear, though. Amen. I am an expert of um, worst case scenario, anxiety, and fear. So I'm the go-to person on that front, you guys. She's a catch. Thank you. I am. <laughs> I'm good. I'm as beautiful. You is loyal. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Why'd you throw that in there? That's a song that you were reciting, DJ Khaled. No, I was actually quoting the help. Okay, get help. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was funny. Okay, seriously, we digress. All right. Um, putting that on a t-shirt. But yeah, so I guess getting older has brought up a lot of fear for me about what does that look like? Um, watching my friends get married, watching people get into long-term relationships, um, and always kind of questioning why I'm not. <laughs> Or why hasn't it come to me yet? Or if it ever will come across my way. Um, and I would I like to think that I do live a very good single life. Um, I have a good job. I have good people around me. I'm living alone. And I love all those things. So I don't feel like my single life is lacking. Um, but there are parts of me that sometimes wonder, what if? What if I don't find anybody? What if at the end of the day, all my friends do couple up and I am the only single one left? And that's just my lot in life. Um, and it is, 
it does bring some anxiety into my life sometimes, not gonna lie. For sure. And I think everyone is in the same boat with you with growing older, even if you are in a relationship or not. Just that growing fear and anxiety of am I doing enough am I where I am meant to be in life could I have done more looking back thinking of regrets relationships even career decisions everything and it just looms on you like at the back of your mind it does yeah even sometimes career choices I'm like should I have studied international relation like law versus like what I but okay sorry No, but just like, did I choose the right career path? Am I making the right moves yeah. for myself? Um, so it's not always about relationship fears. Um, do you have any of those fears? Because you haven't been in a relationship either. <laughs> I told you, I'm taking you all down with me. <laughs> this episode has brought out her demons and I'm a bit scared. Um, I thought we weren't allowed to drink Pepsi anymore in the episode. I'm really thirsty. Camera one, camera two. <laughs> I believe you created that rule, so... Uh, <laughs> I think it was my straw. It's like, so you're alone? <laughs> take a sip. Um, While I think of that, a response to that question. Um, I don't know if I have it so much about my relationships the fear of being alone I have it more about the decisions I've made to get me to this point and looking back and trying not to be so regretful on decisions you know what I mean I do see that in you sometimes yeah thank you no but just the way you sometimes look back and like I wish I started earlier doing this I wish we did this earlier yeah I feel like I'm not satisfied with where I am career-wise like I still am enjoying my job and whatnot and it's great, but I just feel like I'm not where I wanted to be at this point in my life. So now all my focus is on that, like doing the podcast or in my, you know, nine to five role, like I want to be doing more in those areas. So relationships kind of being on the back burner for me this year, because I know without being fulfilled in that area of my life, a relationship, I'm I'm always going to be comparing myself to them or wondering what if I didn't spend time in this relationship, but yeah. on my, myself? There is a thing about, you know, overinvestment in early relationships where um, I think people who do have fear of being alone jump into relationships so early and give it 100%, hoping that they can nail this one. And um, even if it's not good for them, they stay in it because it provides them at least that checklist, like, okay, well, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely is better to have that center and focus and be like well okay maybe I'm not in a place where I want a relationship or something to distract me from my other goals Mm. um and that boys can definitely be a distraction for sure when I look to my future which I don't do too often because it freaks me out yeah um I'm just a baby but (laughs) when I compare myself to other well not compare when I see tv shows or movies or other people's lives I'm always envious of the people who or not even envious just aspire to be like these strong independent females who have this amazing career or business a hundred percent and i never look at someone who's got a happy marriage and kids and the white picket fence and in its own right that's completely fine but i never look at that and think oh my god i kind of want that life for myself i'm always like oh my god i want to be going to the city i want to be wearing amazing outfits and like killing it career wise it's just always been like that for me it's good to hear you say that because even when I look into my future I see like the same person as I am now just a lot more successful 
um more beautiful too <laughs> you are successful you is beautiful that's what today's podcast is gonna be like yeah <laughs> um but no i definitely just see myself being the best version of myself um personally in my career with the people around me where i'm living who i'm surrounding myself with so even now when i do have some times where i think like oh it'd be nice to have someone when i do look into my future i don't really see someone at that end goal post it's usually myself and it's usually my accomplishments and the people around me um so that's interesting too i guess yeah we need like a therapist professional here if it's how we've been raised or whatnot and the relationships we've been surrounded by but it's interesting how neither one of us has really envisioned like that end game within a relationship like yeah i feel like i struggle so much with relationships and it brings me so much anxiety that it's just so much harder to obtain or think about obtaining yeah. a relationship that's healthy and functioning and long-term. A hundred percent. Well, I mean, up until like I started therapy and up until I want to say this year, I didn't really envision myself ever. Like it was just, I can't even explain it other than just as the sky is blue, there was never a relationship for me. That's just an actual fact in my head, the way I was handling um men and relationships with them it was like this is only going to go up to a certain point and this is what i will allow and that's it um so it's only after through like work on myself that i've been able to think of oh like i could potentially like be in a relationship um again that from reality is two separate things but um i don't yeah i don't see success for myself is marriage mm. it's interesting because a huge part of wanting a relationship or being in one is the loneliness that comes from being single. Yeah. And in this point in my life, I can say I'm not really lonely because we have such a strong friendship group of people who are half single, half not. But I think will that change when more of the group move further into relationships and there's less singles? I do think we're at a different time and era where how do I say this? I think through exposure on socials and TikTok especially, you know, a lot of older women have come on to TikTok and talk about their single life and how they're living their best lives being single. And even though everyone around them is in relationships, they're still able to have fulfilling lives themselves while pursuing dating, while pursuing other things in their life. So it hasn't been an end game for them. Whereas, you know, to get married, yeah, it hasn't been that goal or a priority. And they're still able to have fulfilling lives. And it's almost like, there's always been this push for women to get married early and have kids and settle down and do all these things. Whereas, you know, we're at a time now where a lot of girls and women are teaching themselves the values of being independent and having a really strong sense of self and a strong sense of stability in your community with your friends that you make. And it's no longer a priority to find a man and to like go get down that aisle. Do you know what for I mean? Sure. So we have a lot more choice now. We have a lot more career options. Um, again, feminism has a long way to go, mm-hmm. but we're at a good point where we can redefine what we're looking for. For sure. So there is fear, but there's also a little ray of sunshine there. Excitement. <laughs> in the single girl life. So the way that the fear of being alone can impact someone's life personally is that they can go through a lot of emotional distress and self-esteem issues where you start to think that there's something wrong with me, that I'm not able to be in a relationship with someone. Um, And you start to have a lot of self-doubt and your self-image goes down. Um, And we do see that also manifest itself in ways where you become socially withdrawal. 
from your group circle if you feel like people around you are in a lot of couples mm. you don't want to hang out with them anymore so you become more self-isolated yeah um and it can also impact the way you view men and having relationships with them where you would rather get into any relationship versus something that's suited for you and you can end up in a lot of unhealthy relationships which also just hold you back as well from technically finding someone that is good for you for sure and is there, keeps you stagnant is there more pressure to settle now that we're older a hundred percent and i don't know like a lot of the time my grandmother would call me and she'd be like you know have you found anyone yet <laughs> like, i'm just no, like not since yesterday grandma i'm just like hey like how are you <laughs> Like, yeah just like okay um she'd be like hey how's work how are you good good have you found someone and i'm just like okay grandma with the gun she's like she, like in arabic she'd be like come on before i die like i want to go to your wedding I'm like, a what wedding you? yeah Girl. <laughs> grandma babe. I'm, okay. like, uh, I'm still like technically getting over a situation <laughs> that's a lie guys From i'm not 10 years ago it's okay. You, we know you're not. No, I'm 100% over everything. <laughs> I know that came out. Yeah, it's okay. Different. Um, but, speaking of yeah. Delulu girly, your grandma added to the group. <laughs> she is, she's somehow simultaneously Delulu, but also simultaneously like, don't give men an inch energy. Mm. Well, she'd be like, if a man fucks up once fuck him off like that's what she says to me in arabic which comes across like very slay energy she's like she's like don't give men an inch i was like give him a mile okay and then she'd be like so have you found someone yet in the same breath i thought we're not giving men inches anymore hi grandma um but yeah there's a bit of pressure i think just social pressure um there's a little bit of like weird pressure maybe it's internalized but like when you go to your friend's weddings and like I'm going mm. to a wedding in Jan and I've known this guy for ages um, and like from uni days and to see him get married is so weird um, and it's just like damn he did it yeah for sure sometimes I see people that are in relationships and I'm just like oh my god yeah there are so I was um, talking to a friend last night about this topic that we were going to talk about today and she's saying there are people that are so afraid of being alone that they're serial daters. Oh, 100%. So there are people just out there literally jumping from one relationship to the next because they cannot fathom the idea of being alone. Okay. She goes, I've known people that have literally broken up with someone four weeks later, they're in a new relationship. Yeah. And they were like hustle dating during those yeah. four weeks. Um, we all know that girl or guy. We know them. Yeah. We all they're have someone in and our lives. Cut- it's like they cut their whole life, old life, clean off. And like their whole personality that they had with this person, their whole like energy, suddenly they're this new person, like that just sprouted new, new like hobbies, new everything that suits the new person that they're dating. They just like a yeah. chameleon that changes who they are for every person that they're with. Um, and I used to think like, I used to before, I guess, I used to look at these people like, wow, how do they do it? How do they just get a new guy so quickly? I would like give me two years to get over a situation. Do you know what I mean? But also, they're not working not on themselves. Not to be rude or anything, but sometimes you think of people getting in relationship after relationship so quickly. Do they even evaluate the person they're meeting and like dating, or do they just accept what's in front of them as a partner relationship? That's what they want. I that's- think that's exactly what it is. I think it's more like 
I cannot be alone. I cannot sit in the house alone. I need to find someone. And I think all of their self-worth, all of it, their identity, self-worth, integrity, it's all tied into that next person. Um, I've known someone that if she had a free weekend, she'd be on all the dating apps, making sure she had a date planned for Saturday and a date planned for Sunday. She didn't want to sit at home with a free weekend to hang out with her friend. She could rather just go out on a date. Yeah. That's how she wanted to spend her time. Yeah, so we have kind of the fear of being alone end game, but I feel like they just can't be alone with themselves for like one night. Yeah, so the fear of, it's funny because it's like contradicts itself, doesn't yeah. it? Like the fear of being alone puts them, like they work so hard, like it's such an actual physical fear for them that they're running from one relationship to the next. They have no sense of who am I? Do I actually even like this guy? Mm. Um, do I want to see someone else? It's just like, I just need to be with someone. It ne- could be anyone. Um, versus, I guess, the fear of alone that we're talking about, where it's like, what if, you know, despite all my accomplishments, despite everything I'm making myself into, um, there could be a possibility at the end of this line where I don't find someone that I want to spend my life with. And that's the difference, is someone that can be with anybody and someone that actually wants to take the time and get to know the person and say are we a good fit do i like this person are we compatible does he respect my values as a person yeah and there are it's the same fear though but it's the way it manifests itself in different people yeah there is a lot of fear with growing older and settling i guess is just the i think there's a bit of a preconceived idea that women who are single there's a bit of a like a black cloud over them that they're just not good enough yeah especially i've felt it and i know other people have felt it that you kind of if you're not in a relationship or you're not dating someone or you're not seeing someone you're kind of like what's wrong with you but it's like maybe choosing to be single maybe i haven't found the right person it's kind of like mm, what's wrong with it's almost like if there's a single woman Mm. and she's not dating because we're not dating right now we're Mm. not on any apps we're not putting ourselves out there what is she doing why isn't she trying to pursue a, like a man or something like yeah. why is there a single woman who's not doing anything she'd be in a relationship so we're just out here and i think they perceive us as like weird it's weird yeah. for them to say but she's single and she's a yeah. woman and she's like not accepting dates yeah yes babes like that is all true that's all factual sure. it's like you know there's that stereotype that crazy weird auntie yeah crazy cat lady she's traveling around she's rocking up at christmas with all these exotic presents yes what are you what are you doing grandma yeah oh do you know that stereotype crazy cat lady yeah yeah the neighborhood cat lady she has a hundred cats yeah um so there's always like these terms for women who are single yeah um and i've also noticed that i think i've yet to see a guy who chooses to be single and not dating i feel like men are always dating they're always talking to someone they're always meeting someone talking to someone dating someone they even if they are technically single yeah they're not single they're not like pause on the dating game Mm. they're just like from one to the next to the next to the next to the next so i don't know how it manifests its way into men it's (laughs) very different (laughs) I'm just like, how does the fear of being alone manifest its I way like for it's them? I feel like different because they don't really have the timeline women have. I think there's yeah. a lot more pressure for women to settle down or get married, have a kid. But if Also, 
single men are called bachelors. Yeah. George Clooney was a bachelor in his 60s. Yeah. So it's a very different societal ball game for single bachelor men yeah. versus crazy cat lady or aunt that is weirdly like traveling the world simultaneously. Weirdly the happiest of the family Weirdly, function. yeah. The one that's just like, y'all crazy. Oh, there is an emotional toll of this fear on self-esteem and your mental health when it comes to the fear of being alone. Mm-hmm. Um, it manifests itself, sorry, in all different ways. Um, and I think it's important to take a step back and realize that when you are single, it's the perfect time for you to be working on yourself. It's the perfect time for you to figure out what are your hobbies? What do you enjoy to do with your time? How do you enjoy to spend it with people around you? And it's important to realize that you can be alone in a relationship and still be fulfilled in your friendships with your family, with your job, with your hobbies, with your day-to-day life. And you just have to figure out a way to get there. For sure. I think as well with kind of the pressure, external pressure, just that we have as a society of being alone and being a woman and growing older is just to find a community that is in a similar situation than you. For example, if you're surrounding yourself with married friends with kids, you're going to feel uncomfortable and kind of out of place. Well, not uncomfortable, but you know, like pressure is on. Whereas you find people your age who are single or dating or exchanging crazy dating stories, you're definitely going to feel a sense of kind of belonging. A hundred percent. I think that's really important. Just find people who are in the similar season of your life. (laughs) Plug for last week's episode. Um... I think it's important to realize as well that it's better to be alone than to be with someone who makes you feel alone. For sure. And I think we're kind of moving that way. Yeah. And, you know, I've been with people that I desperately wanted to make me feel that I was visible to them and could not in any capacity do that. (laughs) So it's just definitely better, I feel like, to be seen around the people that love you and your friendships than to be unseen in a relationship like that's so lonely so yeah a little bit of poetry for you guys (laughs) take that one grandma i don't want to be lonely in a relationship (laughs) take the inches (laughs) that is so true though yeah i don't know i like as much as it sometimes i'm just like oh this like would be cute for a date i'm just like but I'm also here and having a great time with the friends that I'm yeah. here with. I mean, on paper, yes, you're alone. Yes, you're single. But sometimes the loneliest moments I've ever felt are with people and in relationships. A hundred percent. Yeah. Situationships make me feel so alone. For sure. Insecure, triggering. Anxiety fueled. Are they going to text me today? Are they going to ghost me today? How many other pieces are they talking to? Am I one of how many side chicks? Um yeah so so you can't win more of the story guys <laughs> either you're in a relationship and you're like feeling lonely as all hell or you have the fear of being yeah. alone while you're single or third option wow great let's go you wait until you feel not alone with someone that was really cute lucy <laughs> it's a myth guys i don't know about it i was like where'd that come from you're so cynical i was like well we're like being really cynical let's just bring it up a bit we do love men we it's, just hate them at the same time it's really weird when lucy has to bring it up a bit from hating on men not gonna lie because you're usually the one with the flag let's go down this road no yeah it's okay we compliment each other we do in our cynical energy yin yang when one is down one is up i mean there have been times you know good relationships 
Yeah. What are they? I'm sure they're out there. <laughs> I've seen other people have good relationships. <laughs> also, being single and alone and sometimes you know all you have to do is hang around a bunch of people in relationships and you realize they're bickering you realize that they're actually really unhappy you get the lowdown from your friend on the phone the next day like thinking yeah. about a man and i'm like damn that actually made me feel so much less alone because <laughs> they're just as unhappy as we are <laughs> i also feel like imagine being in a very unhealthy relationship and for years and then getting out of that and then just feeling like I wasted all this time on you and mm. I could have like been working on myself. I could have been with someone that treats me better. Um, so I feel like the dating game is such a huge spectrum, you know, and it doesn't even end in marriage because marriages break up. You know yeah. what I mean? The divorce rate's always going up. So whether or not you're single or you're married or divorced or widowed or whatever that spectrum is, it's all about making sure that your emotional needs are being looked after and that you feel that you are in a safe space. And I think that's an important thing to clarify is that you can be alone any point on that spectrum and it's just important to make sure that you have a very strong sense of self to work through those seasons. Love it. We are going to be debunking some myths that comes with the um, rhetoric around single people. The what? Rhetoric? Re- yeah. I mean, this is a standard word, rhetoric. It's used everywhere. Every day someone's using the word rhetoric. It's not a new word. I've never heard that word before. Rhetoric? Yeah. It just means like the the socials around the world. So like if I say the rhetoric around being single, it means like the connotations of being around. Oh, connotations. Perfect. Say another big word. (laughs) I actually do know what connotations mean. All right. Actually, do laugh a little bit. Uh, I think I did cast a letter. <laughs> All right, so Just we. A little tata, right? <laughs> okay, can you repeat okay. the sentence in Langdon's terms? Layman's. Layman's. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do international studies. You just need to open a book. <laughs> you read smart. Don't be acting like you're reading dictionaries out here. Have you also seen how kids of the younger generations can't read or write and they have no attention span and they're really not well behaved? Like iPad kids? Yeah. Yeah. Thank God I don't have one. I actually am smart, guys, but I am dyslexic, so deal with it. So Lucy's street smart and I'm book smart. (laughs) You're smart smart. I have to be. I'm alone. Well, hopefully this podcast episode can help you out with that. Guys. You're queuing. All right, cool. So we're going to be debunking some myths around being single. Um, So a common myth is that your standards are too high. Mm -hmm. So what would your response be to that? Well, sir. (laughs) I'm a Sagittarius. I'll kick your ass. What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) That actually would be your response because you're deaf. And also your attention span. Okay, assume it. Like, <laughs> I always know when your eyes are about to glaze over as well. I can see That's it. That's when you ask me the questions. <laughs> okay, go. Your standards are too high. Okay. Um, standards are too high. I would say my standards are his tall, his breathing, and his tall. <laughs> They're not high standards. I like tall people with arms just is nice to me and breath in his body <laughs> doesn't eat peanuts 
He can. <laughs> my standards are so low that if someone asked me, I have. If someone said I have a high standards, I would say, sir. You know how low my standards are. Is that when a guy was like pushed me to walk on the inner sidewalk instead of the outer sidewalk? I was like, wow, what a gentleman. See, if a guy did that, I'd be like, can you not? I want a car to hit me. <laughs> I just said to him, because he goes, I, he said to me that he was doing it because he said it would be a quicker death for him if he got hit first. That's cute. But also, no, it's not because it's a move from TikTok. Yeah, well, I fell I've for it. I've never heard of any guy do this before it came out on TikTok. Yeah. Anyway, we're not no, talking about cynical. him. All right. Um, so you're, talking, you're the, you brought him up, babe. Um, if someone said I had my standards were too high, I would say... This is what I want in my life, to be happy, okay? It's about knowing your self-worth. I need a man with a six-pack, okay? Non-negotiable. But you also need a man with a swimmer's back. That's always yeah. been important to you. You know, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> I will take. It's funny that I say these are my standards, yet the, my previous I was gonna say it. are the opposite. <laughs> nah I don't really have no one's ever said that to me because I don't really have high standards but as I'm getting older I'm realizing I'm putting up with less in terms yeah. of just not even dating at all I remember that my standards are just about my values yeah it's just like you know let me sit across someone and we can have mutual respect for each other what about the guy who is mansplaining Lucy what about the truck driver <laughs> the baby what standards and what values are you bringing to the relationship i told you already that i was very quickly digmatized in that situation what about the guy with no movement we don't talk about him <laughs> this is what we're working on is our values and our boundaries and i'd like raising to think our standards having standards is just about sticking to your values and morals even if it means walking away from a date and it's not always easy to walk away from that date have you ever done it before I have walked away from the when? table. This is before from I met From the table you. to the bathroom. <laughs> and then out. <laughs> um, I have cut dates short where I'm just like, this is not for me. Yeah. Um, again, this was when I was dead inside. It's harder when you're emotionally available. So having standards is just about seeking someone that meets you with your values. That's Gorgeous. what it's about. Um, did we debunk that myth? We did debunk it. You did, you did all right. That you need a partner for emotional support is another myth. I don't... Here you go. How about okay. <laughs> You don't need a partner. You need friends. Sorry. Not family. Friends. No, family's you optional. You need to find your little community. You need to find people. I've always found that the guys I've dated have had revelations about the mental health of like an 11-year-old. Is that TikTok? A hundred percent. Like, I feel like... I've never dated a guy who's been able to provide me as much emotional support as my friends have. Usually you need to go to your friends for emotional support when you're dating a guy as well. Normally <laughs> like, they're the ones causing yeah, you I'm just stress. like, I am in such distress. Can we go for a walk around the lake and talk about it? <laughs> I was telling when I was um, with my work colleagues the other day and I was just saying how, <clears throat> I was talking about you actually, and I was just saying Oh yeah, we were doing a walk. We are doing a charity walk and we were walking along the beach where you parked the car. Um, Your the spot. Car. Um, every girl's got a spot where they go and cry <laughs> in a car park publicly. So I was walking past and I said, oh my God, this is a car park me and my friend always go to to get McDonald's and cry about boys. And then she turned around. She wasn't even in the conversation. She's like, that is such 
a great idea and such a great spot. And I said, thank you. Yeah. Because we all need that spot. It's my spot. It was my spot all summer. I'll be there next summer. You'll find me there always. It's been vacant because you haven't been dating. Thank God. I've been so much happier. Sometimes. Brings me to actually my next myth is that um, single life is boring and miserable. Whoa. I know. That's you a huge one. You. That was a huge one. I, just, I read I, that and I was like. What myth is that? Because I feel like the myth is actually like your life is single. Your relationship life is boring. Well, you get into such routine in a relationship that it's not that it's boring, but it just becomes routine. Who said single life is boring? What myth is this? Oh, boys say that to girls. Do they? I feel like boys love the single life. They love it. They don't want us to like it. Uh, Imagine where we... are you getting this myth, girl? Mm. I've debunked it. <laughs> I feel like the myth here is people love the single life and it's like wild crazy the single life is always adventure it's travel with your girlfriends it's you know going to gigs it's having dinners it's having doing fun things for the plot it's always been really great to be single because it's just i don't know it's just every day something new could happen to you yeah but you can always do that in a relationship too I guess you just, in the difference is you just don't have to potentially check in with someone else. Oh, that accountability of like, you know, how does my partner feel about Mm this? Yeah. Yeah. Single life is a little bit single-minded and that's okay. (laughs) I'm coming out with these one-liners left and right. Another one is you, a partner completes you, that you're two halves of a whole. Well, I mean... I've never felt that way about someone, so I can't really comment on this, but I assume you can fully develop yourself as a whole person. Like, I don't seek a relationship because I feel like I am not whole as a person. I seek yep. it because I just want to add value to my life in other aspects. 100%. I always feel like that saying, I've always resonated with it, where, like, I'm the whole person mm. and they're like the cherry on top for sure i don't need that cherry cherry can come and go but i'm good i'm whole i'm me and i'd like to meet another whole person for sure for example taylor and travis they've both got established careers and they're both thriving and none are insecure hopefully Mm. they're both at the top of their own game yeah um and it does seem like equal footing I mean, I think Taylor Swift is a lot more global than yeah. Travis. However, they seem on equal footing. And I've come to realize that, again, through situationships with truck drivers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that chemistry is not all that it's cracked up to be if there's no equal footing, if there's insecurities around issues like money and earnings and lifestyles, all those things play such huge factors i think to meet someone who is working on themselves and who is their own whole person who is you know have that self-development of themselves um is as equally important as to you working on yourself um so they're both equally important let's just look at one more you'll never truly be happy alone well, I'll debunk that right now. Is I am happiest alone. Give me a bed, give me my cat, and give me Uber Eats. I could die it's alone. It's so hard to get you out of the situation. I <laughs> like not gonna lie. Like I've seen you at your happiest in bed with grilled kicks under the blanket next to you, some really good show on, and it's at that point I'm just like she's so settled in. Yeah, you can bring her out of it. 
I've actually had guys ask me on dates and I'm already in bed and there's no way I'm moving. Like, I'm sorry, but... And I know you're not going to be this night for me. (laughs) And, you know, I'm actually not scared about being alone, but I'm actually scared of my ability to be a hermit and be satisfied. I'm scared of that too because now that I live alone and I am very much a homebody, I am curating this space to be as, like, cosy and, like light energy as possible and I just like it is hard for me to sometimes leave the house I've had to make a conscious choice Mm -hmm. this year to be like say yes to invites out because I was just staying home a lot um so it is hard for me sorry I often think about the fact that if if the moon comes out and it's pink one day and I'm somehow in a relationship sorry what was I saying I don't know it's not the right one I think it's like if well where are you big words now (laughs) I'm hanging out with you for too long. Um, if the moon is pink. Yeah, well, we'll have if a I, babe. <laughs> if I wake up one morning and pigs are flying and I'm in a relationship. No, the moon's pink. Um, I don't know how that would work. With I'm so settled with like living on my own and having my own space and doing what I want and not having to check in with people constantly. Although I do talk to you constantly about all decisions I have to make. But how would I like allow someone else into this space and share it with them? I think... One step at a time. First, get a boyfriend. Second. <laughs> no, that's not. The first step is go on a date and then be asked on a second date. Okay, and then we'll move in a few years after that, okay? So we can't even play what-if scenarios. That's how single I am, you guys, okay? The fear of being alone is real because your friends don't let you be to Lulu. Not even no, for a second. Mean, <laughs> your concerns are about someone moving into your space where it's like, girl. I'm saying I'm so single and so settled in my space and in my routine and in okay. my home. All right, pink moon. You already have two bedrooms. Just get a third. Put them in the shed. All right. So that just kind of brings us quite nicely into our final point where it's how can we as single women live a fulfilling life outside of relationships? How can we make sure that we're feeling all the things we want to feel, even if it means that we do end up alone? I think as long as you continually check in with what you want to do in life, For example, if you want to chase that career, then, you know, continue to chase a career. If you want to, you know, settle down and live that slow life, then kind of work and do activities that focus around getting to what makes you happiest. Yeah, I think embracing um, personal goals that you can set for yourself, working on yourself, um, getting into hobbies and trying new things. I think whatever you do for yourself and then if you meet someone along the way, you do, but put yourself in spaces that you feel the most loved and the most seen. Um, trying new hobbies. I've been dying to try a pottery class. Dying. Do you, I need to remind you that I bought you a pottery, a pottery kit for Christmas. No, I still have it. I'm and you st- haven't used it once. It sat on this table for about six months. <laughs> and then you got embarrassed and you hid it in the closet. No hiding in the closet this year. I will make you something with it for Christmas I don't want you to make me something. You're giving me back my present that I gave you. But it will be made, okay? I'll make make Keeks um, a water water bowl because I want her approval so badly. Um, Yeah, and I think, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, all about exploring where you want to go in life. Building a support system, being around people with similar interests to you. Similar different interests. Yeah, true. Yeah. How are you going to find out things if you never go outside your comfort zone? Exactly. Um, Practicing mindfulness, celebrating your achievements, um, because 
you know, there are other achievements in life that are just as important as those milestone ones that come up in relationships. Um, you know, creating a self-care routine and engage in lifelong learnings, which is just basically pursuing knowledge and skills um, outside of your profession so that you just become so much more adept in your community. Mm, For sure. I think just checking in with yourself and taking note of the spaces where you are happy. Yeah. Yeah, it's always just about that check-in with yourself. I feel like that always comes up at the end of every therapy session where it's just like, how are you feeling? Checking in with yourself all the time Mm -hmm. and just being in touch with your own emotions. Beautiful. Yeah. Like I'm checking in now and I'm like, check me out. Of life. (laughs) Gorgeous. All righty. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Okay, there's a trending video and I want to get your opinion on it. So... This girl did a video, a get ready with me video, where she was spilling the tea on why she ghosted her best friend. So the reasons of why she ghosted her best friend is that she started dating this boy, got a boyfriend, and then her best friend met him. And then the next day added him into her close friend on Instagram. So just her close friend story. Not that big of a deal, I didn't think. Then they all hanging out together in a group at the boyfriend's house and the best friend asks for a hoodie because she's cold so the boyfriend gives her a hoodie she goes home in the hoodie and she keeps it for a week posting all over her socials in the hoodie and doesn't give it back for ages interesting yeah there's a lot of like red flies in the story continue and then she the best friend called up one of their other mutual friends and said that he was cute and he's like a good time and lastly they all together they helped mount the best friend's tv so just say, you know, your TV on the wall. So the best friend to say thank you, instead of just, you know, saying thank you, she goes and she gets him his favorite sandwich from the sandwich shop and then makes him like come back to it early in the morning before work so he can give it, so she can give him the sandwich. And so the, be- the girl is like, well, this is why. And so then, There's wait, more? what do you think? What do you think? I mean, at this point, I think that the best friend is, like making moves to get this man and it feels like she's just undermining the girlfriend a lot it just look one dot point of what she did doesn't really seem like that big a deal except for the hoodie one makes me feel a bit weird the hoodie is weird but also why would you add like some random dude to your close friends like i know he's dating your best friend but you don't know him and like if you're dating someone okay that's like i see him if and when you bring him along when i see you but it's not like hey peek into my life yeah and she said she was posting attention grabbing photos in the close friend stories i don't know i'm just like a little too many things yeah so i'm just but then there's more the best friend does a story her own get ready with me Ah! oh my god i cannot wait to go on tiktok now it's gonna be on my algorithm yeah so i saw her video first and i was like what the heck let me find her og anyway her come firstly when someone spills the tea on you and doesn't release your name don't come and rebut the video yeah like stay silent and hope you never get caught <laughs> so she's like hey so my ex-best friend came into this story so this is my side of the story she says yeah i added into the close friends um yeah so what i add everyone into my close friends it's not a big deal okay whatever we don't know what the young generation do right. with close friends okay close friends we can put we'll, that aside we'll accept that secondly she says yeah, so I kept his hoodie because it was a really cute hoodie. How cute is can a hoodie be? How cute can a hoodie be? Why his hoodie specifically? Like, 
It was a cute hoodie. You couldn't you couldn't say, hey, where'd you get the hoodie from? Where'd you get the hoodie from? That, I was just like, girl, girl. And then... Grasping. The sandwich. The infamous sandwich. She was like, I just got it on my way home from work. The girlfriend and him came to pick up the sandwich, so it wasn't even a big deal. Because I, she doesn't trust you anymore. Yeah, That's why she showed up for this fucking sandwich. She's not leaving you alone one second with this man. <laughs> Probably got that Harry Potter love potion in that sandwich. And she's like, it wasn't a big deal. But then, also, like, why did he have to come pick it up? Why couldn't you before just... Before work, early. She got up extra early to make extra, sure. Extra, extra early. Also, just drop it at his house. That's what I'm like. What? Why is he coming to you for a sandwich? Extra early. Yeah. Away from the girlfriend, because maybe him and the girlfriend live together. Hey, babe, so she's like, I have a sandwich for you. Come by mine. Extra early. Your favorite sandwich. Anyway, so it's got the internet shook up right now. Yeah. This, this is why you can't leave to go for one day because you miss I miss this whole thing anyway so that's um, um next part three is like boyfriend's point of view get ready with me he's like I fucked them both I got two bitches I got one sandwich one hoodie extra cute and I got a warm out TV oh my god anyway um that concludes oh my god <laughs> little pop culture moment if you will there are just it's funny when you see like things that girls do it gets like really weird it's like one thing that was weird on its own but whatever and then like two or three things happen you're just like am yeah. i tweaking like yeah. what is this you know we've all we've all sort of come across those like weird behaviors of just like yeah okay that was weird but that's also weird now and now it's like more weird and how do i call them up on it and imagine just seeing your friend posting in your boyfriend's hoodie yeah weird it's giving Raquel and Tom it is giving Raquel and Tom it but is like people know it's his hoodie it's giving that necklace that oh. she that she got remember for Halloween he went as her when she was wearing the hoodie at Brighton yeah Tom? following it oh my god the math ain't mathin oh my god oh my god anyway we'll let you know next week what <laughs> if you're not on yeah. top of this story Haven't it's a breaking seen news it. oh my goodness all right well it's been an episode but i hope you've enjoyed it and just yeah check in with yourself look after yourself check and in on your boyfriend's sandwiches hoodies if a man has a favorite sandwich don't tell your best friend about it no hector's deli for you babe say the fuck out of sore sandwiches all right. Dying alone in sandwiches. What will we cover next week? Who knows? We got range, guys. We've got range. Um, but we will catch you next week. And take care. Bye. Bye.